0: This is CliffCentral.com. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself. Brent Linderkew, the good news guy. It's Tuesday, we're in studio, I get to hang out with you guys, bring you all the good news stories. Uh, We've got a couple of things that are trending that we want to talk about, Uh, exciting stuff going on at the Cliff Central Studios. We also have South Africa's top Instagrammer, Gareth Pond, joining us in studio to chat about how he keeps his 245,000 followers happy. And uh, also his night in something called Stand 47, which uh, is an energy efficient home, Based just outside of Johannesburg, that was born out of the need to shift ingrained perceptions of South Africans and the country's urgent need to build using more sustaining building systems. He stayed in a house that I think just is completely off the grid, which I'm excited to talk to him about. Um, we've also got Pam Green coming into store into studio. You'll remember Pam Green's story. Uh, she found Joseph Pukepe at um, the corner of Grayston and Ravonia, and he was begging, but instead of using one of those little boards where he's asking everybody to give him uh, free stuff. He actually had his CV and he was trying to find a job. To which she helped him find a job, helped him get an apartment, and got him. Um a second chance in life so we're going to be talking to her about what she's been up to and then we've got an incredible artist in studio who is absolutely stunning her name is Kara Fru and she's uh she's going to be in studio she's releasing her new single this week it's called Dive and I'm excited to uh, hear a little bit more about it we'll also be doing our regular catch-up reporting on all the news that really matters and focusing on the top five trending good news stories from around the world today's main theme is all about being a little bit greener, staying off the grid, uh, you know, giving back to the environment, living a bit better, even if it's without carbs, like the Banting guys do it, or giving up sugar. I watched that sugar film this weekend, and I am incredibly terrified of that white powder um i've given up completely on sugar in coffee and soda since watching it and i i really think that um there's a war on sugar at the moment i hope it's not politically pushed that we need to stay off sugar i want to hear from you guys do you do stuff that to less impact your body, to be better to the world, to get off the grid? Has load shedding made you more conscious of being green? Or are you just afraid of the carbs uh, like Tim Noakes? You can get hold of us on cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindacue. Send a message via our official WeChat or give us a call on 0861 189. In studio today we have our beautiful English Good News correspondent who's joined us next How's it going?
1: Good, thanks, and you. Thanks for having me again. It's
0: a little bit odd having you this side of the table. I know, like, I feel
1: weird. I feel like I have to like turn to look at you.
0: Nikki's moved from across from you to next to me, so she's now. I just want to like be closer a, to you. We're a panel. We're a, we're a panel.
1: We are. It's so I can you know grade them. I'm gonna hold up a little board as the guests come in, give them a mark <laughs> and a turn after at the end what of What is this. the
0: show with the food? Come dine with yes. me. Yes. This is like come show with me. Come yes. Cliff Central with me.
1: That's that's what I'm going for. <laughs> I'm pushing that one.
0: How's it been going? What have you been up to?
1: Um it's been good. Um just busy working. I went to a wedding at the weekend, which was really nice.
0: Was it? Where'd you go?
1: Um I can't remember what the name of the venue is, but it's that venue in Broadacres.
0: Uh be- and it's beautiful on a Saturday.
1: Yeah, it's so nice. The, the weather was beautiful. So luckily for the bride and groom, they, uh, there was no rain, even though it did seem like it was threatening, uh, to give us the first rains of summer. But luckily we, we got away without that. So
0: yeah, nice. I love weddings. It's, um, it's always a romantic fun time. It
1: was nice. And I caught the bouquet
2: oh you know what that means you know what
0: that means is james listening right now
1: uh no he's busy at work so he's not listening but he did get a picture of me with the bouquet and his response was stop showing off i managed to catch the flu (laughs) thanks thanks for the support there um no no i did catch the bouquet but i do feel that it was actually um thrown at me rather than me catching it and i did get a scratch as well someone tried to take me out to get the bouquet off me
0: but i mean you still got it and we all know what that means it means that you're next in line and if james isn't listening to this right now i'm going to send him the podcast so that he can um he can get he can understand what how big of a thing this is
1: yeah, uh, this is actually the second bouquet I've caught, so I think I think we don't have to worry about any any rings anytime
0: soon. Aye, good grief, good grief. Um, what are your thoughts on being a little bit greener? I mean, do you care at all?
1: I do care. I do try. Um, I do think it's it's hard to when you're in a routine, um, but you know, like uh, I mean. Not at home where I live specifically because it's, it's, it, I live in a flat. So, you know, it is more difficult to do it, but like where my stables are and stuff, we've got like the, um, those big JoJo tanks to catch the rainwater and stuff to try and help with in terms of that. Um, you know, you try, they're, they're looking at putting um, the solar panels up as well, but it, like I say, it's expensive to try and go green. I, I'm aware of it and I do want to try, but it's.
0: Yeah, I th- you know what the thing is? Um, with load shedding coming around, they've, they've put in these smart meters all around the country. They've started putting them in. I've heard of these. And my, basically, my house SMSs me and tells me. Hey I'm, Brent from hey,
1: 797.
0: Hey, whoa, that you my address away on it. I didn't say where.
1: <laughs> didn't say where.
0: Hey Brent, uh your electricity use is quite high. Could you please uh, bring it down a little? Which is kind of crazy, but it does make you more conscious of that what your is house cool. is doing, right? Yeah, that
1: is cool. Because then that makes you think, oh, okay, maybe I should go and turn the light off upstairs that are left on.
0: So it does. It does tend to to assist us in, in being a little bit more aware of our usage. But in the same breath, and I went out to drinks last week thursday which, with a bunch of friends there was about eight of us and we had this conversation about how they've also got smart meters that have just been installed into their house and we were talking about how our electricity has increased so say now three months ago we were paying four grand a month it then went up the following month to eight grand and it's now sitting on almost almost 13 sure for electricity in three months that's
1: ridiculous and you'd think that because of all the load shedding electricity should come down because we weren't using the electricity
0: we were sitting at the table talking about it and everybody around the table was talking about the same thing and i felt quite bad for the amount of money that i was forking over for electricity but the couple that we were with had like a forty thousand rand bill
1: 40 how do you even like what how can they even ring up that bill
0: we have no idea, and, and you can't fight it either. So even if you phone them and you're like, that, that doesn't belong to me, and how did I ring it up? They will just cut you off until you pay. Sure. It's a scary, scary situation. So yeah, I, we spoke about that last week, Thursday. I put it up onto my Facebook to be like, listen, am I the only one? Is it time to call the investigative reporters like carte blanche to get involved? Yeah, let's, Is it let's it see time? what's going down. Um, and the the response was phenomenal. Everybody jumps on board. Uh, There were all this conversation thread started and everybody is in the same boat. Everybody's electricity has tripled in three months.
1: And obviously can, you don't have a choice about having these smart meters, I'm guessing. They no, just, they
0: just put them in. They're it's just a, putting them in. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole idea behind the smart meter from what I understand is, is in the past, they used to have a guy that used to come around and he would, uh, read the meter every three or four months. And then they would charge you like an average and then deduct it when it got to like the four month bit where they actually found out how much you were using. And now it's all hundred percent electronic. That smart meter has got SIM card technology in it. So it sends all the information to. The, the hub to where it's being picked up on
1: and then they can just add on what they want to add on to get some extra money
0: yeah but the only thing it's done so i got my bill and immediately i thought about how can i cut down how yeah, can i cut makes off you, more aware. you gotta be more aware you gotta you gotta know what your electricity usage is and how to stop using electricity
1: i like those so um james's brother has just bought a new flat in lone hill yeah and he's his flat is fitted with that pay as you go electricity Uh, okay
0: i've heard of that as well and and i don't understand it so if any of our listeners oh, you know yeah so it's
1: massive in the uk so it's it's been around in the uk for ages but apparently it's quite new here i don't think it's that big here yet um but i know loads of people have got it in the uk so basically it's like you know like you have a top-up cell phone
0: yeah like a prepaid cell phone
1: yeah so it's exactly the same with your electricity so you top up your electricity so here you have to go to like checkers or whatever you go to the you know like the info desk at checkers and you just say i want to have like a thousand rand put on here and then obviously it works its way down and same it works it sends you an sms on your cell phone when you're starting to get like your limits getting low so it warns you that you need to go and top up but basically once you've used it it turns off and then you have to just top up again to redo it but then you're only spending so like for example John has bought this flat he's not moved in yet he's looking at renting it out he is not obviously paying for any electricity because he's not using anything that's amazing so it's clever in that way so then you can also monitor what you're using I think it also makes you more aware because it's pay as you go
0: yeah so you would know you would be like okay on saturday we used way more than we did on monday why what yeah, was the difference
1: exactly and also you can be like okay well now that i'm paying as you go i don't want it to run out it's getting towards the end of the month salary hasn't come in yet getting a little bit skin okay let me make sure all the lights are turned off if they're not necessarily need to be on
0: exactly i'm excited we got we got gareth pond coming on in a little bit and we're going to chat to him about this stay in stand 47 it's this energy efficient house and if there's anything that we could learn is how do we be more energy efficient? Yeah. Um. Part of our change one thing today as well is uh, we've compiled a list of 10 things you can do which are good for the environment and a little bit greener and will make you a better citizen and hopefully bring your electricity bill down.
1: Well, anything that brings the price down, I think, is a, is a bonus.
0: Exciting stuff! Exciting. Exciting stuff! All right, so um, yeah, this weekend you went to a wedding. I uh, have been training for Cycle Challenge every year. Um, the city of Joburg gets together and we cycle 94.7 kilometers around the whole of Joburg. Uh, it's good fun, and we all do it for charities. I'm riding for a cause this year, as I did last year. Last year I didn't train at all. I
1: was going to say, how did your training go on Saturday? Because you didn't train at all last year for nine. 9- seven and
0: yeah you know what i i did fine last year it was four and a half hours uh it was a tough day and w- when i finished i literally collapsed i went to bed um but this year i'm planning on on training i mean i've already started i'm training for two things so it's the cycle challenge and then i've got kilimanjaro which i'm climbing on the third of october yes so i'm trying to do both of those things at the same time uh just to get my fitness up and the cycling on saturday was incredible where did you go Went down to the Cradle of Humankind, which is okay. 20 minutes out of Johannesburg uh, in Marapeng. And I cannot explain to you, um, this is this is worse than being addicted to sugar. Because you, you get out there on your bicycle, uh, open country, it smells different to the city. There's horses everywhere and there's farms and it's really beautiful. And there are thousands of people who are out there being fit, running, cycling. Um, th- it was just you feel like you're part of a different world.
1: Yeah. I have friends that train around there as well. And it's nice. I think as well, they have the little cycle lanes as well. That, yeah. So, so everything's, it's a bit safer for it, you to...
0: They have it on, on all the roads inside the cradle, they have the cycle lanes on both sides. So you stick to your cycle lane. Super, um, it's super safe. And along the route, there's a couple of charities that have already set up to just, um, I mean, reach for a dream were there, And they were handing out these little lollies. Uh, <laughs> cool. And all they were saying was good luck for cycle challenge. They're there just to to make Already you starting. You know, it's it's such a cool vibe.
1: But the hills there are hectic. Like I get tired driving up some of those hills.
0: It's good training though, Nick's, and that's why we do it. Is because we want to be fit, and you want to be able to like do the cycle challenge in an hour. Like in mean, an hour.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> I was at the nine four seven. I think what two years ago at the start line working, flip. I don't think I could do the hundred meters from where they like. Do you know where the the holding start the line is, pen, yeah, yeah where to where wait. they go up to the actual start line that was like 100 meters on a hill i was like Mm-mm, that would be but me they, done i'd be like woohoo!
0: they've changed the route since you last worked right okay so before it used to be it used to start and finish there by that waterfall yeah. it's now inside uh river sands
1: okay and doesn't it go past it goes up stain city right that's a massive hill
0: the worst
1: yeah i see
0: the worst that's stain city from cedar road to William Nickel if you think of it because it's in yeah. it is one big uphill.
1: no that's I'm done with that sorry I like I'll have a golf cart or like maybe a horse
0: okay but it's all for a good cause no, so it is. I'm going to ask you to be at the finish waiting for me
1: I will I will wave a flag for you
0: wave because I'm flag. definitely not like that,
1: fit sure. enough to to do
0: that yeah I, it's gonna be fun and i mean it's a cool day and i'm training for that i uh, also last week friday um because i'm all about the good stuff and i'm all about good news stories and i've had in my blog for a while Like my blog's done pretty well i decided to create a home where p- podcasts will go and where you guys can catch up with the stories and and you know spread a little bit of good news it's called GoodThingsGuy.com, guy.com which went live on friday i cannot tell you how it has just boomed.
1: Yeah, but that's awesome. It's because everybody wants to hear the good stuff.
0: Everybody wants to hear the good stuff. We've put a couple of our shows on there. Uh, we've embedded them so you can go and catch up with them. And we've also put stories, which will will relate to the show. And, and, I mean, before I used to send you to Twitter and Facebook and all the different places to catch up on these stories, we now have a home for all of this, which is goodthingsguy.com. It's flippin' cool. I've had over 20,000 unique clicks or unique people come and visit the site since Friday um, which is a massive number my web developing guys are like
1: but it just shows that people are wanting to see the good stuff. And I think it's nice that now that there's a home for it, that you can just go to one place to see everything. You don't have to, you know, traipse around the web trying to look, oh, is this, this, this and this. Yeah you can I see mean, it all in one place.
0: It's nice to it's nice to read about the good stuff. Um sometimes. And and when the good the good stuff show is not on, you want to catch up with all of it. But when it is on, we've got Nikki in studio. And with Nikki, you know what that means. <laughs> Boom.
1: I feel like I need to just have a little bit of
0: a jive. She is, she's, she's jiving in studio. She's doing a happy dance. Yeah. Yeah, this is the good stuff. And we bring you all sort of the good news. Um, and and these stories, like I said, are all going to be available online. We'll send you to the link. Uh, what are our high five top five good news stories for the week, Nick A?
1: Okay. So starting at number five, we have the youngest Nobel Peace Prize winner graduates with 10 distinctions.
0: All right. So what you need to understand... Her name's... I'm going to get her name so wrong. Malala...
1: Why do you think I didn't say it? <laughs>
0: yeah, we should know her name. Her name's Malala Yousafzai, and she is the youngest Nobel... Nobel... nobel I can't say no. Nobel. Nobel.
3: nobel. There we go. Nobel. nobel.
0: Nobel winner in the world. She won a Nobel Peace Prize for her education and what she's doing for women in education. So this little girl, uh, she was actually shot by the Taliban in her head. Sure. When she was 16 or 17. And the reason they shot her is because she was fighting for her rights of education, uh, where she comes from.
1: That's quite hectic.
0: Yeah, the Pakistani Taliban shot her. She survived, though, and she moved to your neck of the woods.
1: See, it's all about the
0: Brits. It's all about the Brits. She settled in Birmingham, where she's been going to school, okay. fighting for this educational rights for any woman, man, child in the world. And at the same time, managed to get ten distinctions in her matric. That's crazy. How hard is the UK? Okay, now system? wait, now
1: wait. Let's see now, because you're saying matric, but it's not matric in the UK. What is it? So how old is she? She's eighteen. So she would have been doing her A levels.
0: That's exactly what the article says. Yeah, it's her GSCE results. GCSE. Yeah, what's that?
1: You got the letters the wrong way, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. So the GCSEs you do when you're sixteen. And then your A level, so you do GCSEs at 16, then 17 you do your AS levels, and mm-hmm. then at, at 18 you do your A levels. So GCSEs you do, you had do it in 11 subjects. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously like your maths, your science, science makes up two, uh, three of them, sorry, English makes up two, religious studies, IT, um, PE. I can't think what the other ones are. And then, and then you choose a couple of subjects. So you choose like geography or history, business studies textiles food tech all that kind of stuff um yeah and it's hard i mean our pass rate is obviously considerably higher than what the pass rate is currently in south africa so it is hard to pass
0: if you if i mean if you tell me that 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 she got 10 distinctions how difficult would that be
1: oh hard flipping hard yeah. Okay. I, like I would say, I'd say that I my mum may beg to differ and she is listening. <laughs> so I'm sure I'll get a message once I've said this. I'd say that I was pretty much like an average student. Okay. Like in terms of intellect. I wasn't stupid, but I wasn't intelligent. Um, And I came away with two B's and the rest C's. Wow. So that's okay. like an average. Okay. So if, to get all distinctions. See, but we wouldn't call it distinctions either. We would call it A stars in the UK. No,
0: we got a lot of South African... Listeners, though. So. I know.
1: So we would call it A-star. So she, let's say she got 10 A-stars, 10 distinctions. Yes. So yeah, no, that's really hard.
0: And all at the same time, she was campaigning for, for rights. And I, you must know how difficult it is to work a job and study. Here's this girl that's doing it during her schooling years. Yeah. And not just for herself, for the world. Like, she's world-renowned.
1: That's true. And also, you know, it's not just like you're studying for one subject, you know, it's not like varsity where your focus is all on one subject and everything is is all about that one thing. This is ten different or eleven.
0: Completely different different things.
1: Yeah, that you've got to master everything to get the distinctions in in all ten of them, that's crazy.
0: Wow. So hats off and a round of applause for Malala for all that she does for the country and for the world.
1: Okay, at number four we have the CEO sleep out breaks records with the most amount of ever brought in the mo- sorry the most amount ever brought in by a single charity event
0: All right so this CEO sleep out it got slated afterwards What they did it's an international idea that comes all the way from Australia and um they the, the whole concept behind it is to um to have all these CEOs sleep on the streets for one night Okay. But the, the media directly afterwards, there were all these reports that came out like, ah, they didn't really experience homelessness because they had uh, KFC for dinner and they got given sleeping bags and they were, they were safe because they had a cardboard box over their head. Yeah. And they had their cell And people around
1: watching them. And
0: so the media all jumped on board and they were like, no, this isn't the right thing. CEO sleep out is not great. But here's why it is great. And here's why the media have got nothing to say now. They raised the most amount of money in South Africa in a single charity event ever. And it wasn't in the hundreds, it wasn't in the thousands, it wasn't in the hundred thousands. It was over twenty six million rand
4: that sure. they raised.
0: The the whole way that it works is the CEOs could only participate if they paid a hundred thousand Rand over to sleep. Okay, so they, so they had that's to where pay. To,
1: okay, so that's where the start of the
0: Yeah, and there were over two hundred and fifty that stayed there. Um the the person that gave the most who contributed the highest donation, is Brett Levi, the joint CEO of Blue Label Telecoms, who gave over 540,000 rand to this charity.
1: Yeah, that's hectic. But also, I think like the, as much as the media are making it a negative, then surely it's a positive that these people are wanting to do it. Yes, okay, so maybe the way that it was done wasn't the best way to be done. Well,
0: Nick, you know what? It's worked around the world. Yeah. And, and after the fact... I can I can tell you for free and for nothing that the news reports are nothing but great now.
1: Oh, of course.
0: Because now they find out, they've released it, they've audited it, and they've released the number. And everybody's going, what? 26 million rand? Uh, their chosen charity for this year is the Girls and Boys Town uh, of South Africa, which looks after our kids in need. Um, it's a huge cash injection for them. Yeah. Massive. And they are going to be able to do amazing things over the course of like the next five years with that with that amount of money. But
1: it's also sad how the media have to find the negative. They can't look for the positive, they just instantly go for the negative.
0: Isn't that generally the way that society works? Is yeah, that but like it's people sad. people do that generally? It's sad
1: that people do that.
0: Completely, completely. What do we have at number three?
1: Okay, at number three three, through three, we have um, Google introduces the new energy efficient plan with solar radars.
0: Alright, so if you want to know if getting off the grid is good for you, and we've been talking about that a little bit about the show getting off the grid uh using your own solar energy sort of how you make it work for you google this amazing company that literally own us they do remember when when we were younger you said made in china it's now made in google
1: yeah but didn't wasn't there a conversation i'm not sure where or when it was but i vaguely remember it about google changing its name
0: no so google google still google right the search engine is google okay right but the main holding company have called themselves, themselves alphabet
1: Oh, Okay, so now Google is owned by Alphabet.
0: Google is owned by Alphabet, and Alphabet have got 26 projects, and each project oh, start, is a letter. Okay, right, got it's it. It's quite clever, yeah, okay. actually. So their S is for solar energy, um, and it's actually called Project Sunroof, is what they're talking about. It's only available in the States at the moment, but they will be rolling it out to the rest of the world. And all it is, is you go into your Google Maps like you would normally on your computer or your phone, and you click solar, and it'll tell you, it'll measure your roof area to see how much solar energy you can harness. And then you put in your electricity bill, your regular electricity bill, and Google will tell you how much you will save by the daylight that your roof gets. That's
1: crazy. That's crazy. Hey? Hey. But that's clever.
0: Very clever. The, the main thing, and there's a couple of companies that have done it in the past. So it's not new technology. But what Google have done that is completely different is their satellite imagery is able to distinguish between like grass and trees and walls. So it just tracks your roof of your house.
1: Sure. That's clever, though. And I think that'll help a lot of people out. And then when you see how much you can save, more people are going to be like, okay, well, it's worth me outlaying the money to pay because to get this to all the panels. Because
0: sa- you'll save that in a year. Yeah, whatever. you'll
1: make that money back easily.
0: Yeah, so that's a really flippin' cool story.
1: Sweet. Okay, so at number two, we have the call it road beggar who gets a second chance.
0: Okay, so what Nikki said there is call it, <laughs> which is Melrose Arch in Johannesburg. And um the story here is pretty rad because it was just one person thinking about someone else it's what we all want to do and what we all strive to do but uh clifford barnard who's a musician in a band called state society he drove past seaport occasionally so he i mean he had sought seaport a couple of times and um and the one day he stopped sort of near a little takeaway cafe place and he was busy buying himself food or he was on his way to buy himself food and Sipo stopped him because they'd had these interactions before where he'd give Sipo a bit of money or a bit of this, bit of that. And um, and Sipo said, please, I'm so hungry. Can you help me? And Clifford stood there and he went, you know, I can't actually, I can't buy myself food and let this man starve. I can see he hasn't eaten in days. Yeah. Like, this is, it's tragic. So I'm going to buy him a meal. But instead of just giving him food, I'm actually going to sit down and have a chat with him. I'm going to spend some time with him.
1: See, that's nice. It's not just kind of like... Buying the food to kind of get rid of the person, it's actually spending some time with them as well.
0: One of the biggest things that I've realized when working with charities and people and homeless people and whatnot is the need for human interaction that need to just let stuff off your chest and talk a little bit, yeah? Yeah, so uh. Clifford and Sipo sat down. They shared a meal together. Sipo told him his story about how he had moved from Limpopo down to South Africa. And he's been here for five years. And in that time, his dad and his brother passed away in Limpopo. So he lost his home in Limpopo. And he has no home in Johannesburg. Sure. He has nothing. He has no support system. And while he was telling him the story, Clifford went, I can help him. I have I have the means. I have the resources. And even if I don't, I can pull on the resources to help him. So he put a call out on Facebook um, with his clothing sizes, what he needed, what, how he needed to get done. He has since got an apartment, clothing, sure. furniture. People are so giving a bit of cash to get him through. And they're currently trying to find him a job. Very interesting thing to come out of the story is something that we take for granted quite easily. Our ID books.
1: Okay, yeah. So he doesn't even have one, I guess.
0: No, and when you're when you're begging day to day on the streets of South Africa, your priority is not to spend three hundred bucks on an ID book. It's to eat. It's to get through.
1: And I suppose when it comes to needing like a job or a bank account, you need an ID book. Yeah, you need your ID book.
0: So one of the things that they've done is is they've gotten him an ID book, and um and they currently are trying to find him a job. There's two things you can get involved in here. I'm in a good stuff. uh, Goodthingsguy dot com. You can go find the story and help out there, or You can speak to Pam Green from Second Chances, who's coming in a bit, and she's going to tell us what she's doing for Seaport and how she's getting involved, which I'm excited about. Nikki, what do we have at number one?
1: At number one, we have, now I feel very proud of this one, specifically.
0: Wow, I wonder why.
1: Okay, so at number one, Prince Harry is in Africa to help stop poaching.
0: Uh, I'm so surprised that you got the byline right. I know. Because when we were talking (laughs) about this yesterday, what were you saying?
1: Okay, well, this is what he's telling everybody is that he's here to stop poaching, but he's actually here to see me.
0: Prince Harry has flown, he's left the army, he's done his 10 years in the army, and he's flown out to South Africa just to see the rhinos.
1: Of course, and Mickey, obviously.
0: <laughs> he's here to help stop poaching with his military training, and um, and we've heard a couple of stories about these people that have got these military backgrounds. No royalty, but Prince Harry has come down, and with his resources and his sort of backing he's come down to help stop poaching in South Africa and and Southern Africa he's heading up to Botswana Namibia Kenya he's doing a whole tour of how do we stop poaching
1: yeah he was in Kruger I believe the other week um are you stalking him no yeah maybe
0: um <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no i think it's amazing um and if i happen to see him along the way then that would be even better
0: not a bad not a bad he thing.
1: is my number one ginger number
0: one ginger i think he's everybody's number one ginger mm. so yeah um all of these stories will be available on goodthingsguide.com. you guys can go over there and visit it we'll also tweet it and put it all over social media so you can get to going but uh we want to get our guests in here i'm excited. I'm excited. Let's get the 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 ball rolling. This is the good stuff on uh, Cliff Central. You're tuned into The Good Stuff on Cliff Central. And um, our weekly great this week, our inspiration... Is Gareth Pond, an influencer, a creative consultant, a filmmaker, photographer and South Africa's top Instagrammer with over 245,000 followers. I was just telling him before we went live that uh, I've been tracking. I mean, I went onto his Instagram and I wanted to get it right this morning. I wanted to be like 245, 416 or whatever and how we say it. And his numbers just keep climbing every single minute, which is flipping rad. Gareth, welcome to The Good Stuff. Thanks so much. It's cool to have you here. Thanks for having me. It's you know, this is fun. It's conversational. We had to have a good time. You might be South Africa's top Instagrammer with all these followers.
4: Um, which we'll get to in a bit. What do you do when you're not on Instagram? What is your day to day job? Um, so, so I'm a full time photographer and filmmaker as well. So I create a lot of content. Um, I also do consultation around Instagram for brands and agencies. Just sort of how do you, how do you utilize Instagram for marketing? Um, and then I also do a lot of traveling. So a big part of what I do is just, is just going through to different countries, um, for campaigns with hotels, um, whatever it may be. It's always different to sort of utilize, they utilize my photography match with the influence and publish basically what their product is or their brand.
0: Well, at the moment, and, and it's something that I've asked a lot of my, my guests that come in. It's, end question that I ask them is what is the biggest social media um sites at the moment because you got so many yeah uh you were just snapchatting while you were here which i'm on but i have no idea how to use sure so they're all over the place and the biggest thing that's come out of that is instagram instagram is the place to be right now
4: yeah i think it's i think because it's so visual um that's something that a lot of people are are crying out for nowadays they they want to see a lot more they want to experience it through images and i think instagram was a solution to that um, a lot of people are starting to hop onto YouTube. That's a different one. Vlogging has become really huge. Uh, Snapchat I use for behind the scenes stuff because I won't always post everything to Instagram. It's a nice way to show my followers what I'm doing when I'm not on Instagram. So yeah, there's a mix of things. Snapchat's the most addictive for me at the moment though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've tried. I mean, I've tried. It's, you're on Snapchat.
1: I, th- I, th- I actually think I've deleted it. I-, I just didn't get it, but I'm not, <laughs> let's be honest. I'm not great with like the whole social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. I have all of them. Um, ask Brent. I'm on Twitter. I have like seven followers. <laughs>
4: Amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's great. My seven followers are really loyal to me though. So I'm um, ha- ha- proud of that. <laughs> hashtag go big or go home. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Gareth, Instagram, how did you get so many followers? I, I would, I would almost assume which you should never do. Um, it's because of your photography. I went onto your Insta and the, the photos are flippin' phenomenal. Thanks so much. <laughs> Very cool. Is it because of the good photography? What, what does it come down to?
4: Well, um, to be honest, I started originally just using it as a platform for, for another creative outlet. Um, and then from there, I started building the local community in South Africa for Instagram. So a lot of the communities that are popping up now are sort of like offspins of, of what started back then. Which is, which is really cool to see because, um, I've been part of the process of seeing a lot of guys grow in that space. Um, and then Instagram themselves started picking up on the activity that was happening in South Africa and I became one of their suggested users. And then sort of that's when it snowballed is when international media started picking up. Um, I've been featured by Huffington Post, art.mic, wow. um, to name a few. And it's, It's been a mixture of, of traditional media interviews like these, which are, which are really amazing as well. Um, but also I travel a lot. So I intentionally started traveling last year, sort of midway, midway last year and meeting up with a lot of the guys overseas who are also in the similar space. Um, learning a lot from them, picking up the, the different skills, the different sort of interaction you need to have, um, and growing in that way as well. So it's a, it's a very social platform. Um, Social media, of course, but <laughs> it's it's. I'd like to believe it's the only platform that sort of forces you to go and meet the person you're following, yeah, p- because you want to go shoot with them, you want to go experience their city the way that that they're experiencing it. So, I mean, it's a mix of all of those things together that that have really gotten me to where I'm today. Yeah.
1: Do you have a favorite picture?
4: Um. It sort of changes every month, I guess. Uh,
1: what's your What's your flavor of the month for this month? <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I, I posted a, a photo of my friend um, in New York. We actually met through another social media called Slingshot. We were both beta testers, and I, I met her for the first time um, about two weeks, um, last week when I was in New York. So for this month, it's that one, because it was a just a really interesting, weird story that... Man, that's that's
0: the thing is is that it is visual and um it's uh, Instagram's cool. I dig Instagram. It is cool. They
1: do say, what do they say? Like a picture tells a thousand words.
0: Yeah, uh, a thousand stories maybe. A
1: thousand stories, whatever. You know what I mean. Google that. here. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have a look.
0: <laughs> um, you were selected as one of the test pilots for something called Stand Forty Seven, and that's the reason we sort of brought you in here. Yeah. What is Stand Forty Seven?
4: So Stand Forty Seven is a it's a it's a house out on Monaghan Farm it's absolutely beautiful you walk in and you just get this it's overwhelmingly beautiful um but the sort of key factor of it is that there's no artificial heating in there i mean the whole 2 days that i spent there the temperature stayed 22 degrees and, and you were you were like dead center middle of winter, winter horrible yeah it was it was incredible so you you go outside and you can physically feel the difference of being outside freezing your ass off and then walking inside and it's it's just like the most comfortable temperature ever. So, um, it's, it's future materials using future building materials to sort of create a home that, that is self sustainable, that's sort of energy efficient and utilizing that in a way that it's relevant to South Africa's market. So I think just being able to experience that was really cool because my dad, my dad's an architect. So I grew up in construction zones and rollerblading on freshly laid concrete and all that stuff. So, um, being able to experience something like that firsthand was just really cool.
0: I think, and, and Nikki can pop in here, yeah, but South African homes are not built sustainably. We, when it comes to winter, it's too cold, and sometimes in summer, it's too hot. And whereas like in the UK, they've got like double glazed windows. And-
1: yeah, I think in this country, if in winter, it's colder inside the house than it is outside of the house most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in England, I mean, obviously we have double glazing, we have, cladding and i don't know the technical terms and stuff you know for insulation and stuff so the house is generally warmer we generally have like underfloor heating or you know some sort of flooring that keeps the heart that helps insulate the house as well so i think we're just but having said that you guys have three months of cold weather we have like 12 so um i suppose we have to be a bit more equipped for the cold than you guys do
0: um, but you were saying that the energy efficient house, I mean, it, it looks beautiful. It doesn't look like a, a f- I don't know, future forward Jetsons. Mm. It's a proper, beautiful yeah.
4: house. Very comfortable space. Um, open plan, which, which I love. I love like the open plan size, uh, spacing of it. So, um, that, that was sort of the most surprising thing was you, you walk in and you sort of expect to see something that's quite clinical or, or a bit, but uncomfortable, but it was very homey. You, I could see myself living in a space like that, um, one day when I decide to settle down somewhere. <laughs>
0: um, w- when you got asked to do the project, were you worried about being cold? Did you like pack a couple of extra jackets just in case?
4: I, I did, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I was a bit nervous because I was like, oh flip, but South Africa's, South Africa's houses really suck at, at this, th- at keeping ourselves warm. So, completely. um, funny enough, like I was in Amsterdam a few weeks back and I had my jacket on inside one of the bars. And my friends were like, it's, but it's really weird that you're wearing your jacket inside. I was like, what, why is, it's, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> Can I not do it's what, it's what South Africans do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you've got that, I think as South Africans, we have that, that mental sort of s- statement of saying like, it's going to be cold inside, bring a jacket. So I did, it doesn't I, matter
1: where you go and take a jacket exactly. inside or outside.
4: I even took my onesie with to stand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you able, to, are you able to go and see the house or mm-hmm. like, so like me as the member of the public, can you now go and see it or is it closed or what is the?
4: Yes. Um, you can go, you can go see it. There's also, you can a- apply to be a, a test pilot. Okay. Which is really cool. Just go to the website, stand47.zida um and there's also public viewings, so they do those over the weekend they throw some events every now and then nice that's um, cool. but it's in monaghan farm dead center of all the beauty out that side so nice it's so just
0: stunning we're going to post all of those links online so that uh everybody can get to them and we might even write an article for stand 47 let's see how, it goes, how that goes um it, quickly any last insta tips for all of our listeners um
4: maybe maybe like sheesh. a tip of the day Okay, so there's so much content out there. Try and find a unique story that separates you from all that content. So a lot of people ask me like, what's the secret of, of doing Instagram? What, what should we do? What photo should we post? Um, and to be honest with you, you've just got to find something that people are willing to follow. So if you tell a unique story, that's, that will always bring people back. That's, that's the key to it. Yeah
0: got it it's been amazing how do people follow you i mean you're I'm, you're all over instagram you're on twitter you're on facebook what are those social media sites
4: i am gareth Pon everywhere g-a-r-e-t-h-p-o-n that
0: is it it's been amazing having you on the show um we will post all of that online like i said this is the good stuff on cliff central choice sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't auto trader gives you the choice now you can shop compare and buy new cars watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy auto trader new car the choice is yours this week's give-a-lot is Pam Green. We've got her back in studio from hashtag second chances. She's looking at me going, what the hell is a give-a-lot?
3: I love that. I don't give a understand.
0: Lot. Let's give-a-lot. So we bring somebody in studio or we speak about a charity that others can get involved in yay, and help with right now. So we've dragged you back into studio. If you don't remember, Pam, she is remarkable. She found uh, Joseph Pukebe on the side of Greyston and... Uh,
3: Corner of Vonia and something by the Shell Garage. In Sandton. <laughs> yes. She Found
0: him, um, he was there with a the CV, she decided to assist him, got him a job, got him an apartment, sorted him out, and since then, uh, you don't work for them anymore, like your company anymore?
3: No, I decided to be the crazy person I am, leave my corporate job and try and save the world one at a time.
0: And that's what and that's exactly what you're doing. You that's have exactly focused what I'm doing. all of your time, all of your energy on helping the homeless people get off the streets, get them jobs, get them sort of houses. How is that going?
3: That is going amazingly um and in that process, you know that was my initial um drive to try and get the homeless off the street. I've also come across a massive massive problem that we're facing, and that is that our graduates are finishing their tertiary education, they're getting their degrees and their diplomas and can't find jobs. So that is a second angle, the second chances is going at now and we are focusing hugely on that as well, in trying to understand why university graduates um, are not actually finding employment and where the struggles are and how we can fill those gaps to make sure that they get there.
0: Because that's the biggest thing is that um, as youngsters, no matter if you come from a disadvantaged background or even if you are um, middle class or superiorly wealthy, um, you're not no one is guaranteed a job. So even, even if you go to school and you get your matric and you do really well, and then you go to varsity, you could land up in a situation where you have a degree and you just uh, can't get hired.
3: Yes. And, and like you were saying earlier, uh, a picture speaks a thousand words. And just this week on Facebook, there was the most unbelievable, powerful picture on Facebook um, and Instagram as well. I saw it uh, of a young black woman sweeping the streets with her graduation gown on and, uh, and I, that's actually what what made me think what's going on here. And I started looking into it. And we're currently working with two guys who were featured um, in the Soetan this this last week, um, Tenkiso and Temba. They both have um, diplomas, um, three year diplomas that they have finished and cannot find employment. And they took to the streets just like Joseph did, uh, with their degrees and their CVs and um, and signs saying you know this is the degree i have and i can't find a job begging for a job um and we've been very fortunate that the media has come to the party this seems to be getting their attention and they now have each had a few different interviews and we're hoping for good news this week
0: well this is this is something that i raised with you and when, when i first met you yes and you went from a, a interviewee to a friend and <laughs> yeah. i i said to you you started a trend correct so you highlighting the plots of this man with his CV it's now happening everywhere South Africa is standing around with their CVs
3: Exactly. And, and I love it. Look, it's, it's, I mean, it's short lived. So we're going to get the media hype now. And then we've got to come up with a, a new and innovative way to keep getting the media attention. Because once you have attention from, from the world almost, you know, we're starting to see that things are getting done. One of the guys, Timber is, is extremely emotional. What happened with him is he took a student loan, um, almost like a bursary. It was more a bursary than a loan. And when he finished his diploma, his three year diploma, he found out that they hadn't paid for his third year tertiary um, education and he couldn't get his certificate. So although he's completely passed the course, finished the degree, has the qualification, he can't get the certificate. Now, how do you go and apply for a job and claim that you have this degree and not have the certificate to prove it? So we're finding that that's a huge problem. And um, excitingly enough, we have spoken to a few massive companies who would like to take these guys on board give them opportunities give them jobs and help them pay back their loans obviously for a working contract and things like that but there really are incredible people out there who are understanding the plight of these guys and trying to find solutions for them
0: the thing is i went to a a conference two weeks ago and at the conference one of the university university vice rector of vits he stood up and he's trying to change the way that the student loans are given Um, i think it's in the uk where you get a student loan and then when you get a job they start Getting the money back. Here yes, exactly. in South Africa it's not like that. Yeah, exactly. in South Africa it's a completely different story. So Correct. he's trying to change that to make it a better place for students to be able to get those degrees.
3: That's unbelievable. And, and there are thousands and thousands of guys who just after helping Timber originally have now come forward and they're all in the same position and they're not in a couple hundred rands debt they're in tens of thousands of rands of debt to these institutions and now they're stuck uh, who has 35,000 rand lying around to get yourself out of that situation so exactly that looking at alternative ways of getting these guys out of the debt getting them their certificates loyalty like that you can't buy so we are working with these incredible companies and trying to place these guys um, and seeing how we can get them out of those them their certificates and helping them work in the fields that they studied
0: how do corporates and individuals and anybody that wants to get involved right now how do they get involved
3: so my biggest thing right now is one like one share can really change the world people who shared that uh, the post originally with Joseph Kubi please I implore not just companies but Every individual that is on Facebook is on Instagram. Like and share a post. You never know who will see that, that post that you share. And these massive corporates that would like to get involved, small corporates, small companies even can get involved in the simplest ways. We are looking for donors obviously on an ongoing basis to keep second chances running. If you have any job vacancies available, if you would like to donate monthly towards second chances, obviously it's not just about getting guys jobs, but it's also about helping them with transport money to the jobs, helping them with rent, helping them with food. All the different things that that people take for granted when you haven't earned an income for a really long time, you need help with all these things. And how
0: do people get in touch with you?
3: Okay, so you can get in touch on my Facebook page, which is Pam Green hashtag Second Chances. Alternatively, you can email me. The email address is sixty seven Second Chances at gmail com, which is six seven Second Chances, all one word at gmail com. Or alternatively, you can get me on my personal Facebook page, which is Pam Green.
0: I'm gonna post all of those links up online, and also a simple thing: just just Google or look for hashtag second chances you'll find Pam she's all over the place
3: I'm around I'm always available
0: amazing this is the good stuff Uh, all of those links will be online I don't know. I really like that song, Mix.
1: I love that song. It's one
0: of my favorites. We have a very talented singer, songwriter, the good stuff in South African music person joining us in the studio. It's very exciting to have you here. You are dropping a new track in almost a week's time.
2: I am. Very, very excited about that. My name is Cara Fru, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Man, we love having good stuff yeah. in the studio. How did you get into music? Give us a quick background.
2: Well, um, when I was seven, I told my mum I wanted to be a famous singer, and I didn't want to sing opera. I wanted to sing like Britney Spears, but I think that was my way of telling her that I wanted to be a pop star. Um, I'm not so sure what really inspired me. I just loved dancing i loved singing i loved acting i would sing in the car all the time my brother would always complain and that's what i loved i don't know what it was inside of me it was obviously i was born with the passion to become a singer and
0: the passion and the talent that's the thing is that you. you i think if you you're very lucky there's there's thank very you. seldom people that figure out what they want to do so young
2: so young i'm i'm very blessed to have known from Seven, that I actually wanted to be a singer. Okay, but it's not,
0: you, yes, you know what you want, but it's not the easiest path to take.
2: Definitely not. No. It's not like getting your degree and then applying for a job. There are so many roads that lead to Rome.
0: Totally. So you, um I mean, you decided at an early age that you wanted to get into music. Uh, you worked towards that goal. What was your first big sort of thing that went with the music industry?
2: Wow, it's been a very long journey, in fact, because only at about 10 did I start taking singing lessons, and then I was actually picked to compete for South Africa, well, As a show jumper. So that took up a lot of my time. I was still balancing the two passions. And the biggest thing that's happened to date, in fact, actually happened earlier this year when I was, when I'm, yeah, I was featured on Black Coffee's single and I co-wrote the track with him. And
0: so small stuff then. Yeah, small stuff. (laughs) And he asked me to,
2: yeah, I've performed with him. I've met him up in London and in Lisbon in Portugal and we did ultra. So there were like 40,000 tickets sold and I performed with him on stage. That was really Cara, that incredible. That is amazing. That is oh, incredible. So incredible. And I'm so grateful to him because he's given me so many opportunities that I otherwise wouldn't have had.
0: You, you touched on the traveling a little bit. So you went to London, you did a bit of Europe. Um, mm. you, you also write your own music mm. going overseas and seeing different genres and the ultras. And did that change your music writing? Did,
2: uh, um, I'm always influenced by what I hear and, and, How I always like to also try different genres, learn from different people that I may not have listened to before or even liked before, but you learn something new from everyone in a different way. And that definitely adds to my music, and it's always an ongoing process, anything creative is. And, yeah, I'm just really, really excited about releasing Dive because I wrote it in L.A. with one of Amy Winehouse's writers, in fact, and she's one of my hugest inspirations. And... Lana Del Rey's producer produced it, the one who wow. did Young, um, Young and Beautiful and Blue Jeans. And those are two of my favorite tracks of all time. So what we came up with is something that I'm very proud of and that I absolutely love and just a really good base that I, cont- I can continue building from.
0: And it drops on the
2: first of September, first
0: of a se- September spring day. It's going to be all about dive. It's the music. It's the song and the music video. Yeah.
2: Yes, music video is on the 15th, released oh, the 15th. on the
0: 15th. That is very, very, very exciting. So were you, exciting. Were you part of the creative process for the music video as yes, well? Yes,
2: absolutely. In fact, we um, because we recorded in LA, we th- I was so excited. We just needed to do a video there too, you know? <laughs> I was like, no, let's do Make this. Make the most of it while I'm exactly, there. Exactly, let's <laughs> go down Malibu. I want an old car. No, it was absolutely beautiful. Very, very involved in the creative process.
0: That is amazing, and
2: I'm also really excited about my EP launch, which will be on the 29th of October, and I hope to see some of you listeners there.
0: Where's it going to be? Do I need to get? I need to get your producer on. Venue,
2: on- Ven- <laughs> <laughs> venue to be confirmed.
0: Okay. It can be <laughs> so we're going to be at the F&B Stadium. Um, that's super exciting. And all of those, yes. I mean, the information and the track and, uh, the, the dates that can all be found on your on website. My fa-
2: yes, on my website or on my Facebook page. And everything is Cara Frew, So that's C-A-R-A. And my surname is F-R-E-W. And I hope to see you all at Pinky Fest this weekend too, because I'm going to be performing on Saturday.
0: Uh, I'll be there. No, you I'm, I'm at Pinky Fest every year. I'm know, like, a, I'm like a regular. I'm passionate about South African music, yes. about South African um, fest- festivals. Anything where I can support my community and grow those festivals I'm with you. is. I'm all about that. So I'm with yeah, you. I'm at Pinky Fest. I'm, I'm usually the first to arrive and the last to leave. So I'm sure I'll see you. Definitely can't <laughs> wait. Um, okay, so just before we we're gonna play out with your song, I yeah. want to know uh, you wrote it. Yes. What inspired you?
2: You know what I think life life gives you so many things to deal with and this was just about finding a relationship that was just so beautiful that you could just actually fall into and just be absolutely at peace with yourself
0: i'm excited i did when i was doing the research i listened to your SoundCloud, the song that was on there i think that's what we might play now i'm not too certain are we playing the new the new track now
2: First time anyone's ever going to hear it. Boom, I yourself. hope you guys are
0: tuned in. You're <laughs> listening to this. This is the good stuff. Um, I'm going to post the 10 tips to go to going green which is our change one thing for this week. We didn't have time uh, but I don't mind at all. I got to chat to you. You are inspirational Thank and you. they were chatting this morning on Gareth's show about how when someone has something in their heart it radiates for like six meters away from you. When you walk into a room everybody stops. You are phenomenal you. and I see great things for you. Thank you um, so much. Plus you have an epic voice and great songwriting skills. Yay. I sound like i'm buffering you up here which i'm really not
2: oh and i've got an amazing manager no <laughs> 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 you know, nothing without your team
0: <laughs> this is the good stuff on cliff central you can catch up with all the good stuff on our website which is cliffcentral.com on my website which is goodthingsguide.com. plus i'm going to leave you with us today make today so awesome that yesterday get jealous have a terrific tuesday um manager you can hit it this is cliffcentral.com